0: So, hey, welcome to the Expert Edge podcast. Today's conversation is all about messaging. And I think that during this COVID experience, which are, which is what I'm calling it, uh, your messaging is crucial. And more than ever, you know, how you message what you do is going to be the difference between whether your business flourishes or really dive bombs during this challenging time. So I wanted to do something really helpful, really relevant and impactful for you right now that you can practically use. I share with you three ideas that have fundamentally changed how I message my business that have made the biggest difference in us seeing exponential growth over the last two years. And I just trust it's going to be really useful. So let's talk about how messaging will make you millions. Uh You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boyd. So hey guys, welcome to the Expert Edge Podcast. Uh, This conversation today is going to be really helpful because... Uh, one thing I've discovered over running an, an expert business for 10, over 10 years now is that how you message what you do is the difference between whether you make okay money or incredible money. And what I've noticed is that it's the experts who truly know how to message their offer in a way that connects with their audience and moves them to join their programs and when I'm talking about messaging this could be on their Instagram posts this could be on their in their emails this could be on their webinars it could be in any area even on their podcasts messaging infuses into so many different areas of your life and I think that if you want to run webinars or if you want to run like um, live video launches or anything anything like that any sort of promotional Uh, platforms like that which is probably going to be the main promotional platforms right now during COVID uh, I think that knowing how to message properly at the front end is so much the difference between you have a really successful promotion or it absolutely flunks and so do you know it's fascinating actually I think that during this time of COVID and, and everything that's happening right now Uh, you know there's kind of like two places you can be in one place is you can kind of have your head in the sand and wanting to like go tell yourself oh no one wants to buy anything no one wants to join my programs and you're kind of in this place of fear or you can be in a place of hey how can I message what I'm doing so that it really resonates with my audience and and this actually becomes a no-brainer when before maybe they didn't have the patent interrupt maybe they didn't have the challenge the difficulty in front of them that really shifted them into how they are thinking right now. And so I think uh, to to be really frank, I think that any sort of challenge like this can either be a it can be a um like putting water on the fire, like it can dull your fire out for your business, or it can be an accelerant. And I think that it's the businesses that really get their messaging right during this challenging time. To be quite frank, they can do in, in one month what they could have done in a year if they get this right. And we see this happen over and over and over again in challenging times. So, Let's have a talk about messaging and I'm going to apply this to your expert business and I trust it's just going to be really helpful. Now, what is messaging like? I think for me, messaging is like a knife. Now, you can have a really sharp knife or a blunt knife and there's one thing that I just freaking hate is blunt knives. Uh, When we moved from Australia over to the US, we actually brought our knives over, over. I'd spent quite a lot of money on my actual knife set And I brought over this like special knife sharpener and stuff like that. And I know for me, before I ever start dinner uh, or ever start cutting up anything, I always pull out my knife sharpener and, you know, sharpen the knife. And I think that for many of you, you're actually making dinner with a blunt knife. And, you you know, you're banging your knife on the vegetables and trying to push through. And, yeah, you're seeing some results, but it's it's really difficult. It's really hard. And so this is the challenge when it comes to messaging. First of all is that if your messaging is off, you're going to speak to the market and what you're going to get is crickets. Like you're not going to get the response that you actually want or you desperately need. You're going to get crickets. That's the first thing. The second thing is that they're going to turn up to your online presentations like your webinars or your live video launches or something like that And they're not going to buy. You know, yes, they might say, oh, that was a great webinar or there's a great presentation, but they're not actually going to buy. And, you know, if you're a part of my community, you know that selling is serving. It's one of like my core philosophies. Because if you don't know how to sell properly, then the problem is is that they're not going to become clients. And when they don't become clients, you can't actually serve them. Now, because if you're a for-profit business, you know, you're not doing things for free all the time. Like it's it's your clients who you have a contractual responsibility for. Not the rest of everyone else. Everyone else, like if you don't provide value for them, then you don't provide value. But for your clients, like they're the people who you really serve. And so I really want you to think about this idea of, you know, if you master messaging, it means you can actually serve people more. You can bring your message more. I know for, you know, people who join Self From Stage Academy, like they're the people I can really lean into. And serve. They're the people who I can really help and contribute to. And so, you know, like this, and I'm saying this for you because you've got programs yourself that you know when they join, like their life gets changed. And so the opportunity here is that if you can learn to message what you do properly, I think that you're going to whisper into the market. You're not going to shout. You're going to like whisper into the market and they are going to go nuts. Like they're going to just go, Oh my gosh, you know exactly what is going on in my life. I feel like you totally get me and uh, whatever you've got for me, I'm ready for. And secondly, they're going to turn up to your webinars, turn up to your online launches, your videos, and they're going to buy and not only buy, they're going to thank you for, for doing the offer or thank you for creating the program. Uh, just recently, we had a whole bunch of people, you know, come in to um, enroll in Self From Stage Academy and, you know, there's probably like 30 or 40% of the people who who join the academy who thank me for the offer. Like, it's actually blows my mind. Like, I remember, you know, we're, I've had a few people join and they like, a um, few friends actually who, who are in the industry, like really high level um, experts themselves And they decided to join Self From Stage Academy, which is just blows me away because like they're friends and then they decide to join. But like they'll text me and go, thank you so much for creating this offer. Like this is mind blowing. And so that's my goal for you is that like you would run these webinars, you'd run these promotions or whatever, and you'd help people. And if for the right person that they would join, and they would actually be thanking you for the fact that they gave you money. (laughs) Does that make sense? Now, obviously there's an exchange of value because because hopefully your programs worth a lot more than the money that they actually exchange for it and that's probably you know the main reason why they're actually thanking you because they're like man this is so valuable compared to what i actually paid for and so that's the goal here now when it comes to doing promotions you know there's kind of like four types of main promotions out there there's a challenge which is like, you know, usually like a five day challenge, at most maybe a 10 day challenge, where you basically get, give people, you know, every single day you give them a few actions to do. And from those actions right at the end, you actually make an offer and then you have an open cart and then they join, right? Another type of promotion is a video launch. So that's like the classic, um, you know, uh, four part video launch or something like that where, where you you know you deliver content over a period of time and then at the end they decide whether they want to join or not. Now that's like a longer process. A condensed process of that is is a webinar. And a webinar is kind of like, you know, doing a presentation, but you're actually just doing it online. It's condensed. It's usually like an hour, 90 minutes max. And at the end you make an offer. And then finally there's a live presentation in the room like a workshop or a live speech and then you make an offer. Now, Obviously, the live speech is not on the table right now and that's totally fine because the other the other platforms are insane. But this is the thing. There's a problem with one of them and this is just my opinion. Um, there's a problem with one of them. So, we've got the challenge, the video launch, and the webinar. Now, I think challenges work great for a lot of people but I've, I've had a problem with challenges before. One of the problems with challenges is that there isn't much messaging in a challenge, especially if you follow like an action-based challenge. So the reason why challenges don't convert as well generally from what I've seen with numbers is that a challenge is very much focused on getting someone to do something. Now, can you make a challenge convert really well? I think you can, but you have to make sure that you have messaging in your challenge. So if your challenge is all about like just actions then it's not going to convert as well. It has to have messaging. It has to have, in other words, it has to have a message throughout it that transfers the belief system that your audience must have to say yes to join your program so that you, you can actually serve them and move them forward into what you know where you want to help them with. So when it comes down to it, the other three like a video launch series, a webinar or a live speech all have messaging. It's, all about, it's not about action, it's about messaging. And messaging makes you millions. I'm going to say that again. Messaging makes you millions. It's not about general marketing. It's not about what you're posting on Instagram. It's not about posting on Facebook. It's not even about just sending emails. It's not even about having a big email list. What it's about is about messaging. And if you get messaging right, you're not only going to have a whole bunch of customers coming to you, you're going to have the right customers. And it's the right customers who are even going to have the right belief systems and mentalities so that when you make an offer, for them, it's like a congruent yes. They just join and they move, you know, they move into your programs and, and see transformation. So, the success of your offer is driven by the potency of your messaging. When you get your messaging right, You open up this world of possibilities for your business and scalability that has never been there before. So, the potency of your message is driven by a few things. So, let me take you through what those things are right now. I'm going to share with you three insights that I've noticed from doing business, running a full-time expert business, making millions of dollars in the expert industry uh, over the last, you know, uh, while now. And so, I am just. I just really think this is going to be valuable for you. So, first of all, the first big idea is this, is you need to narrow your focus. Think about, you know, most experts who have done well in this industry. Most of them actually started out with quite a narrow focus. Now, sure, there are people who are outliers, like outside of that, who started out with a broad focus, like, you know, general personal development or general life improvement. But most people who are even generally focused now actually started out with quite a specific focus when they initially launched their program. I'll give you some examples. So, you know, one of my good friends, James Wedmore, right? He runs Business by Design. It's a great program. Uh, And that is, it's actually quite a general, you know, from my experience, it's quite a general program around building your expert business. In other words, it's like, it's a big, it's the big kind of like end-to-end solution for building your expert business. But when he first started, he started out with video marketing. So video marketing was like his his sharper angle. Does that make sense? So he started with video marketing and then he led into like just generally building an online business and making that successful. And If you ever do decide to join Business by Design—it's—it's it's incredible. To be honest, I think that in terms of like just structurally building out an online business, it's—it's it's one of the best products in the market out there. Uh, another person, someone like Lewis House, right? He runs School of Greatness, right? It's such a general brand, like it's all about being great. But do you know what he started out as? LinkedIn. He actually ran. I think it was actually, to be honest, I think it was one of the first. As I'm saying this, one of the first online programs I ever bought. It was LinkedIn Influence. I don't even know if he sells it now. I don't even know if I'm still got a login for it. But he started out Linked Influence, and so he was on LinkedIn. Right, that was his focus. He he went niche down into LinkedIn, and then he's gone into like School of Greatness and and all this stuff. Like he's moved into like the bigger personal development. Tim Ferriss, like, started out with, like, biohacking and, like, productivity, right? And then now he's going, at, like, you look at his podcast and what he's done, and it's, it's like, big, it's general, it's philosophy, it's... I mean, it's still hacking, but it's so big now, like, what he talks about. And so, when you see people who are successful, I want you to notice that a lot of them started out with a narrow focus, I know for me, when I first started at my business, uh, I had a program. It was called um, "Present with Confidence." Now, this is kind of funny. Like this was the first live workshop that I ever ran. I think I had ten people join. Uh, I charged like a minimal rate for it, but I was pumped. By the way, like I was so excited that you know it was like ten or twelve people joined, and I, I couldn't believe it. It was insane, and I got to teach them presentation skills. And I call it "Present with Confidence." Now. I tried to build an online program around present with confidence. I remember we had a present with confidence workshop and it did okay. Like, you know, it, it did all right as a workshop. But the problem was it was very like broad. It's like presenting with confidence. Now, the good thing about it was it, it was outcome driven as a message. The message was about creating confidence in your presentations. But in terms of its focus, I would say it was quite broad And when I think about and reflect on my, you know, expert journey, I also did offer quite a few different areas. For me, one of my first like main online programs that did really well was Productivity Academy. And that was, I mean, that was more focused on productivity and I think it did well because it had like a narrower focus and I used to get booked a lot for speaking on productivity and it was more the philosophy of productivity. Like I'm not like a detailed tactical person, I was more like a strategic productivity guy. And so that was like, you know, I did that for like five or six years and that was great. But this was the thing was what I realized that the reason why people joined Productivity Academy was because I was so good at presenting the ideas for the productivity. And then I realized, my gosh, I need to go full circle back to where I started, which was actually in the presentation skills place. Because my background, by the way, some of you may not know this, but I actually used to be a teacher. So when I first started out, I was um, actually when I first started, I, I studied marketing. Then I came out of marketing and I went into uh, went into a marketing role. I hated it. It was like the worst role I've ever been in in my life. It was it was it was digital marketing, but it was specifically for a real estate company. And first of all, I didn't care about real estate at that age. And second of all, it was like really detailed minute, Um, minute little kind of tweaks that they wanted on the websites and it was just not me like it just wasn't my skill set and so I just basically got out of that before they fired me and then (laughs) and then I went into teaching Um, and I actually started teaching at like a business college and I loved it like absolutely loved it and started teaching like in Australia. In Australia, it's like TAFE. In America, it's like you know, like a community college. You could say. I just loved it, and the students loved my classes. And I realized, wow, I just loved speaking. Like I, legit, I could talk about anything. That was, now. By the way, that was my problem: was that I could talk about anything, and that, and then, and then I just I started speaking more, and then I got into consulting. I started doing um, learning development consulting for a large corporation and then that just really started to flourish. That was when my career as an employee really took off. I was in learning development and I was starting to get some really great opportunities. My income was like more than doubling at the time, like tripling. It was was like rising really fast. I was doing really well. And then I started life coaching and then very quickly got into speaking after I launched my life coaching business, which I've shared on some of the other podcasts, podcasts. But essentially... When it came down to it, like the, the common thread for me was all about speaking. Like it was about presenting and teaching. And so I started out in teaching. I started out with this program called Present with Confidence, which I've delivered hundreds of times. Like, you know, it's it's made a lot of money for us. But when I think about it, it was very broad. It wasn't niche down. It wasn't specific enough. And so What's been fascinating is whenever I decided or, sorry, since I decided to narrow it down into selling on stage, specifically selling on stage, that was when like my messaging and my market and my business just like started accelerating dramatically. And so when I was broader, when I, because I know for me, like I, I'd ran some uh, webinars previously teaching people presentation skills and we had an online course around present like general presentation skills and it did okay like it didn't do bad but it wasn't like mind-blowing and when i started niching down into selling on stage that was when my business exploded and so my question for you is this is is your messaging broad or is it narrow? Like that's the first question. Like, is it broad or is it narrow? Because if you're starting out, like if you're below a million dollars in your business, I would recommend you to have a narrow focus. Like, especially if you're under a hundred thousand dollars in your business, like it needs to be narrow. You need to go narrow, because I even look at uh, I listen to uh, Brooke Castillo a lot, and I love her work uh, on the Life Coach School and. She talks about, you know, like she teaches life coaching, but when she started out, like I I think she does, you know, I think she announced she was doing like $25 million this year, right? I mean, you can't live on $25 million, but she's just surviving, right? So (laughs) she's pretty incredible. But she teaches life coaching and that's so general, right? Life coaching. But when she... When she started out, do you know what she was? She was she was life coaching in the space of weight loss and then in the space of over-drinking, helping people to stop drinking. So she had this like narrow focus in her life coaching. So that's my first kind of recommendation for you when you're messaging is you need to narrow it down. And I wonder if you knew exactly what you were about and you were to narrow it down, just like I did move from general presentation skills to selling on stage... Then then when you narrow that down, what could that make possible for you? I want you to think about rather than it being as a constriction, I want you to think about what it could make possible for you and what it could open up for you. Because do you know what was fascinating? As soon as I narrowed down to selling on stage, that was when like I had the opportunity to like consult with with you know James Wedmore. I like consulted with him about his presentations and selling on stage. Amy Porterfield, I got to consult with her about her presentations and selling on stage. Um, you know, uh, like Stacy Tushel, Britt Siva. Um, uh, we've had some other like massive names in the industry like come to me and join, even join my programs, and it just blows me away. Like a lot of the, a lot of my peers join Sell from Stage Academy. The reason why is because they know that in the narrow area of where I give advice around selling on specifically webinar or selling on stage, that I'm just freaking masterful at it. Like I've done the yards in it. I've done the 10,000 plus hours on live stages and on webinars to narrow it down, not on video even. And so they come to me for that specific niche. Does that make sense? And so when you nail that down That is when you get invited into, I know for me, like I got invited into a peer mastermind and I'm not even going to share the names who who they are. But if I shared any of their names, like it actually blows me away. Like I pinch myself still that I get to be a part of a peer mastermind with a group of people who are literally the biggest names in the entire world. It's like this secret group that we're in. And what's cool is that I get to like rub shoulders with these incredible people. And I think one of the main reasons of why they invited me into this group is is because I've got such a narrow focus in terms of my expertise and what I do. Does that make sense? And so that's my first challenge for you is that you would provide consistent narrow messaging in terms of what you do. You need to narrow it down to actually make some solid money. The second thing is you need to whisper their words. Uh, One of the challenges with marketing anything well is uh, there's a lot of noise out there. Like There's a lot of activity, you've probably noticed, on Facebook, right? A lot of people posting about stuff and sharing their own ideas and what you should do and shouldn't do, etc., But it's only those people who truly understand their audience and know how to communicate to them in a way that like really resonates and they go, oh my gosh, this is like this person gets me. I'm a part of their tribe and I want to do their programs. It's when you whisper their words, when you whisper the conversation that's already going on in their own head, that is when you actually get sales. I love what Dan Kennedy says. He says... Always enter the conversation already occurring in the customer's minds, okay? So, right now, people aren't thinking probably about thriving in life. Do you know what they're thinking about? Reducing pain. That's what they're really thinking about right now. One of my good buddies, Tucky Moore, uh, I just randomly read this like post that he wrote a little while back and he said, and I thought it was just brilliant. He said, stop selling yachts and start selling life rafts. Uh, there's another guy who I listened to, Alex Scharfen, and he said, he said it in another way. He said, stop selling vitamins and start selling painkillers. And so right now, what that means is in your messaging, you need to whisper to your audience the words that they are already thinking in their own head. Now, do you have to discount to do that? No, you don't. In fact, I would encourage you to not discount at all. Could you offer a different payment plan? Maybe. Yeah, that could be cool. But I would never discount products or services that you offer. Like, do you see Amazon discounting their products and services? No, they don't. Because they know they provide such a valuable service in terms of what they do right now. Now, can you contribute? Can you give more? Can you help more charities? Can you help people who are in trouble? Absolutely, but I don't recommend discounting. Personally, I really do not recommend discounting. I recommend taking your yacht of, you know, your beautiful yacht and throwing a few life, life um, vests and uh, life uh, rafts in there. So what I mean by that? is I know for us with like Self From Stage Academy, there were some bonuses that I added when we when we promoted it just recently. There were some bonuses that we added that were like life rafts. So, you know, for a lot of, there's a lot of speakers. If you're a speaker and you're listening to this, you've probably been telling yourself, hey, I need to have an online course. Like I need to, I need to actually create an online course and maybe you've been so comfortable. You've just been doing your speaking gigs and everything's been going as normal, right? Until COVID hits. So I threw a life vest and a life kind of raft in there, which was, hey, I'm going to help you to build your online course. Like I'm, we're going to run an intensive pretty soon, which is going to help people to build their first online course, like all the tech setup, up, like everything related to building the online course that they would normally uh, or that they would want to sell on their webinar. Like we already, already master webinars, already focus on webinars, but I threw a life vest in there, which was the online course. So I want you to think about your offer, and go what are the where can i throw a life vest in there where can i throw a life raft so that when you do sell the yacht because i still think you should sell the yacht but you need to make sure that there's life vests on on board that there's life rafts and so they they basically they're like hey i need the life raft but i'm happy to join the yacht but i really need the life the life raft does that make sense and so i think this is just really smart because this is messaging In a time of a crisis in uh sell from stage academy we have this process called the audience psychology map which really maps out the pain and pleasure points of your audience from a psychological perspective because most people think about marketing to their audience from demographics like how old are they what is their name where do they live you know um what do they study what are their interests like that's all cool but it's, it's the psychology of what's going on in their head. That is the thing that's going to make them buy. And this is the thing is that people are going to come to you because of externally, you show them that you solve their problem. But the reason why they will join your programs is because they know that you can solve their internal problem. They know that you can solve the uncertainty, the fear, the lack of resolve that they have inside themselves and when you can show them that not only you can fix their external problem but you can also resolve their internal one that is when they'll join your programs and so the audience psychology map is like this simple process that we take people through in self and stage academy around whenever you're doing a webinar whenever you're doing a presentation whenever you're writing an email any in fact it applies to any sort of marketing campaign You actually look at what are those driving forces of the human being and how do we speak to those things so that that person, as soon as they read your email, as soon as they hear the webinar, they're like, man, this person gets me and they fully understand me, right? So that's the second thing is you need to whisper their words. The third thing around really powerful messaging, messaging that will make you millions is this, is you need to shake their neurology. Now, I do need to to add a, a element of caution with this, especially right now during a challenging period. But I also think that it's important to do. Uh, if you've listened to uh, some of my previous podcast episodes, actually, I think it was the last one around making courageous decisions. I shared, if you haven't listened to that, make sure to go and listen to that. Because I shared this story around what I call the schmuck experience. And that was basically my trainer, my my head trainer calling me a schmuck right it's a really cool story if you haven't missed it make sure you go and hear it but basically she called me a schmuck right and it completely shook my neurology like it shook me up to the core now what was cool was it got me out of my funk that i was in i was really like stuck at a certain level in my business and my thinking and it got me out of it but this is the thing is in your messaging I think there's an element of you need to you need to shake your audience's neurology. If you study uh, NLP, neurolinguistic programming, excuse me, uh, if you study that, you'll you'll notice that there's this particular process that they call, which is called a pattern interrupt. And in fact, I think COVID nineteen is is the ultimate pattern interrupt for the entire world. <laughs> right, that's what it is. In other words, people were heading down a certain track. They were in this like mental and emotional trance and COVID-19 hit and it just went, how you do business and do life doesn't work anymore. You need to change. Basically, that's what it is. It's like they call it a pattern interrupt. Now, with good messaging, good messaging creates pattern interrupts in your audience so that they go, oh, wow, this person really challenged me on my thinking and really got me to take on a new belief or a new way of seeing this so another way of saying this is like being a contrarian it's being someone who stands out because of the message that you're bringing i love what seth godin says he says in a crowded marketplace fitting in is a failure in a busy marketplace, not standing out is the same as being invisible. In other words, if you don't stand out for being different and if you haven't read his book, um, Purple Cow, it's so good. It was one of the first marketing books I read. I love it. but Because it's basically he's saying like, you know, everyone, if you're driving down the road and you're seeing lots of brown cows, like you just kind of, you know, just drive past them. But imagine if you just saw a purple, like a bright purple cow, <laughs> That's saying that, like, you would pull over and stop, right? Everyone wants to look at a purple cow. No one wants to look at a brown cow. And his kind of core message is like, you need to be different. You need to stand out. You need to shake people's neurologies and do pattern interrupts for them. And so, how do you do this? I know for us, you know, when it comes to Self from Stage Academy, you know, some of the, I guess, neurology shakers that we do or contrarian ways of doing things is like, so one, one thing is like the biggest mistake you can ever do is sell at the end of your webinar. Now, you might think, well, when do you sell? Well, that's, that's what I help people with, right? <laughs> it's like that's the, that's the biggest mistake is that if you sell at the end of your webinar. Another one is, you know, you don't need confidence to effectively sell on webinar or stage. You don't need confidence, right? That's like a pattern interrupt because people think, oh, I think I need to be more confident. Another one is you don't need a big email list to sell big. Especially as a speaker um, uh, because you can scale up in uh, in corporations which we've done a ton of uh, another one another pattern interrupt we use is uh, providing more content is not going to grow your business because that's the truth another one is giving more engaging webinars won't get you clients right it's there are pattern interrupts they're basically where I share an idea and people go, well, what do I do then? Like, if that's not what I do, what do I do, right? It, it breaks the pattern that they're in. So I want you to think about this because this, this podcast is not about me. It's about you. So I want you to think about your business and I want you to think about what are the pattern interrupts? How can I shake their neurology to get them to start thinking differently? And I want you to even think about: Are you shaking the audience's neurology enough? In, now you have to do this in an empathetic way. Like you, you're not going to say, "Like, hey, you're a douchebag because you don't know how to sell on webinar." Right? That, that's not a patent interrupt. That's just like being horrible, right? You you want to really niche down into a specific thing to create a pattern interrupt. So, so we've talked about three things. Let's let's do this review first of all. Uh, you need to narrow your focus narrowing your focus for me when I went from general presenting to selling on stage it just blew up right and obviously that stage is a webinar stage, a video stage or a a live stage uh, in terms of the focus right and so when you think about you, narrow your focus the second thing is you need to whisper their words stop yelling and shouting enter the conversation as Dan Kennedy says enter the conversation that's already happening in your customers mind and then you'll be able to sell to them then they'll join your programs and the final thing is, is shake their neurology. Like, You need to do some messaging that really shakes people up a little bit in an empathetic way from the sense of you make a statement and then you empathize with them. You show them that like you've been through that belief or that thought before. You've experienced that thought and that was the thing that was getting you in the way and that's why you want to help them. And so these three ideas, I hope they, that is really valuable. So I wonder for you, what's been most helpful, most valuable? What I'd love you to do is if you could um, actually go, if you're on iTunes, just literally take like, you know, less than a minute, go down to the bottom, give it a rating. If this has been valuable, give it a rating and uh, and write a quick review. I'd love to hear like what's been most valuable from the from the content that we've shared today. So that's the first thing I'd love you to do. Second thing is if, um hey, if you're really serious about, learning to sell on webinar or video especially during this time make sure to put your name down on the um, sell from stage academy wait list uh the easiest thing easiest way to do that is just go to sellfromstageacademy.com and uh you can put your name down there's all these special bonuses that we give away whenever we open it because we open it at different points throughout the year so make sure you're on that list so you don't miss out on anything so they're kind of the two big things and connect with me on instagram i'd love to connect with you on instagram Um, my link's in the bio it's just at colin boyd with one l and uh, that'd be really great. So please leave a review, give me a rating, uh, let me know what's been most helpful, most valuable. I read all of them, uh, and it just it just really helps you grow the business and uh, sorry, grow the um, the podcast. Yes, it grows the business as well, but it helps to grow the podcast. Uh, so guys, hey, I hope this has been helpful. Uh, I trust it has, and uh, and I'm thinking about you. I just want you to know that I I am thinking about you, and and I'm enjoying these conversations. I hope you are. On the podcast, and and I just I just believe in you. I, I believe that the potential on your life is still there. That this year 2020 can still be your best year ever. And if you really master your messaging and lean into this and learn how to use online stages effectively, there is no reason that your business can't continue to grow and maybe even thrive in this challenging time. So bless you guys. Uh, I look forward to reading your reviews and ratings and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm just so thankful for you being in my life. Have a great day. Talk soon. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.